baby adults welcome back welcome back to episode two of baby adults with katie and matt so last time we talked we left you on a very riveting cliffhanger leading up to mine and matt's first date just to give you like a little backstory in case you missed it we met on hinge we talked a little bit on hinge and we've set up our first date only barely and i didn't hear from her because we set up the date and i was very excited this so this date is like the story of probably my most unhinged first date that i've ever been on (laughs) because (laughs) leading up to this date i was like doing all of this self work on myself i guess and like, I truly wasn't even looking for anything. And so I came into this date. I came in hot. Real hot. I had been listening to Shelby Sacco's podcast, Sad to Savage. If you haven't heard of it, look it up. It's amazing. Change your life. Um, and I had just listened to her podcast talking about um, lucky girl syndrome. And she basically goes on to say, like, you can do anything you want to do. You just have to do it. I will have to. You can go listen to it yourself. But anyways. To the so. point of, like. You can do anything and just be delusional about the fact that you can do literally anything. Yeah, she's like, I've gone full-blown fucking delusional, yep. and you can too. And so I had, like, listened to this podcast probably that day going into this date, so I was in this headspace of, like, I'm feeling so confident, I can do anything I want, I don't even care about this guy. Nope. I didn't want the date to go well. <laughs> she I, did not. I think I was leaving my house, and it, like... Telling Lisa, like, okay, I'm going on my date. I hope it doesn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) Expectations were, to be uh, 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 a word, low. They were low. No expectations going into this date. Like, just complete zero. Yeah, I didn't want it to go well. (sighs) I was like, (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I think I just didn't. I mean, mean, I did, but I didn't. Like, Mm. I don't know. I feel like I was just kind of like, I think you were my last chance. I was kind of done with the apps. I was like, I want to take a break from the apps. It was stressing me out. It was too much work. I have a question. (laughs) What? Wasn't I date number two? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I had gone on one other first date and then Matt was like my second, (laughs) my second ever first date since like being single. (laughs) And I don't know, I feel like I just, like, wanted a break. I was like, maybe I'll just, like, take... Because I didn't really want a relationship. I was just on the apps for fun. So, this is... And so, you know, cute guy, nice guy, messages me. Of course I'll go on the date. But I had no expectations going into this. Mm. I was like, it's gonna be fine. Because, okay, also background. The date I had gone on before this was fine. Like, it was this guy that I had been messaging for, like... Actually, quite a while, like a couple weeks. What? Yeah, we had been messaging for like two or three weeks, but like it wasn't like we had been talking. It was like he would message me and then I would reply like five days later. Uh huh, yeah. Um, Because I was like, I'm not a big texter. And so texting people back is hard, especially when it's like not the right person. Um, So eventually, we finally went on a date after he had like rescheduled a couple times. I was almost just ready to be done with him. Oh, he rescheduled? Yeah, we were originally supposed to go on a date, like, the Wednesday before. The when- the Wednesday, one week before I met you. We were supposed to go on a date. We were going to karaoke. And then he had to cancel for whatever reason. And so I went with Lisa instead. Because I was like, I don't need him to go on this date. I'm still going on the date. So I went on the date with my roommate, Lisa. And we had a great time. And then we rescheduled the date for Sunday. And 
he had to, like, push it back. First of all, he had to push it back because he had to, like, pick somebody up from the airport. Ugh. I was like, okay. Can't whatever. And, yeah, and then he, like, picked a bar that was closed. Like, didn't look into it at all. And he, like, picked a bar, and I told Lisa we were going to this bar, and she, like, looked it up, and she was like, that bar is closed. And I, look, <laughs> and I told him, I was like, this bar is closed, and he picked a different bar. <laughs> and then I, he got there first. And then I got there, and he was like, oh, so the bar is closed. The second bar was closed. The second one was the also second closed? The bar was also closed. My so God. So we just went to some, like, random bar. And we sat down and talked for, like, two to three hours. And I was, like, exhausted at the end of the day. Like, I felt like I was carrying the whole conversation. We didn't have anything in common. And I, like, was just so, like, physically drained after the state. Like, I think... I think we talked about, like, I think I asked him if he believed in ghosts. Ooh. That's, like, how the conversation was going. All I don't right. even know. I don't even know what we talked about. It's um, a John Mulaney joke there. Do you believe in ghosts? It's a John Mulaney joke? He references it in a special. Anyways, <laughs> So, anyways, I got on this, jo- this date, and, like, I was just so mentally drained. Like, I got home. I just, like, went straight to my room, sat down, and just kind of, like, j- couldn't move, couldn't talk to anyone like, because I'm also pretty introverted, so spending a lot of time talking to people really takes it out of me, especially when I feel like I'm, like, really on for that whole time, and, like, I feel like I was, like, you know, you try to, like, smile, and, like, even though I wasn't even really into him, so I don't know what I, what I was trying so hard to do. I think I was just trying to get through it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you're doing, <laughs> like, you put on your bravest face possible, and yeah. you're like, I'm just gonna do this, and it's gonna suck. I feel like in my head I was like, okay, Lisa goes on dates and they're usually about three hours, so I just have to talk to this guy for three hours and then I can leave and never see him again. Three hours long for a day. It was a long... I think it maybe it was only two, because it was like a school night. Oh, well, obviously. It was a a Sunday night. Can't be doing things on a school night. So I did have work the next day, but... So I went on that date and I kind of was just like, so I guess this is how dating is going to be. I'm going to go on dates and I'm just going to be exhausted afterwards and... I, bored. I think I was like, I can't do this. Mm. It's just a lot. It was just too much. And so I had already set up this date with you, which was on Wednesday. So this was two days after my other date. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'll go on this date. If it doesn't go well, I'll probably just take a break from the apps. Wow. Mm. And so I have gone into that date like with the mindset of like, I'm going to go on another date. I'm going to be drained afterwards. I'll talk to him. Like maybe... It'll go well, but it probably won't, and I'm just going to be really exhausted. Right. Because that's what dating was in my head, based off of the one date I had gone on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going into this date, no expectations, expecting it to be the same as the other one. Right. Just a boring sack of flour person. <laughs> <laughs> a sack of flour. A sack of flour. Me talking to a sack of flour, which is funny, because I feel like on our date, I did do a lot of the talking, mm-hmm. but I didn't mean to. Great. I was just very into myself that day. <laughs> yes, she was. And it was great. And that's the thing is it was it was a perfect impression of you. Yeah. I my expectations, I was going in and I was I mean, I was excited. I was like, oh my god, I have a day is this really amazing little girl. You know, you hope it goes well, but we you've been on enough dates by that point where you're like, Yeah, alright. How many first dates do you think you had gone on? To get to this point. In my life? I guess, like, in this round, this of, the round of, like, the apps. <laughs> uh, a lot. I It was probably, like, I don't know, um, probably, like, ten. Okay. Yeah. 
So you had been on a lot, and did they typically, like, go well, or were they kind of similar to my Hit experience? Miss. Sometimes it was good, and then sometimes, like, you just sit there and have a really stilted conversation of, like, so what do you do? Cool. You're a banker. Nice. A banker? Oh, yeah. I, there was, like, one investment banker person. Uh, there was one where she, like, and sometimes you walk in, and they're just, they don't give a shit. They're just there to get a free coffee, oh. and they just don't give you the time Wait, of Wait, there's girls out there that are just dating oh, for yeah. free food? Absolutely. That, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm mad there's, for you. There's a lot of really bad uh, dates out there, mm-hmm. most of them. And so that's why, like, you, you go in with the best of, you hope for the best. I'm like, well, worst case, uh, it, it's terrible, and, and I'm sad, and then I move on. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you feel like you had different expectations going into this date versus, like, the other dates you had been on? I was more optimistic. Hmm. I was like, she seems incredible. I'm really excited to meet her. Wow. I didn't know I had all these big expectations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was just, I was very excited. I was nervous. Um, And I I was, you hope that it's finally one that actually clicks. Yeah. But you never know. So... We finally got there. Yeah, and so we met at the bar. We did. And I feel like my first impression of Matt was like that he was very cute. Oh. And I don't know if I knew how tall you were. I think I did. I think, like, Lisa knew. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think I even looked at your height on the apps, but then Lisa was like, oh, and he's really tall. And I was like, was he? And then I met you in person. I was like, wow, Matt's really tall. Matt's really tall. Um, but he looked really nice. Like, he was saying he was wearing, like, a sweater and, like, nice pants. And he just looked very put together, but not, like, not like he was trying too hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think this other date that I went on, the guy wore, like, a, a button-up shirt, but it felt out of place. Like, he it felt like he was, like, I'm going on a date, so I have to dress nice. Like, but, he doesn't normally just wear Like, he doesn't things. normally look nice. But, mm-hmm. like, you just looked, like, very comfortably nice oh i don't know you just like wore it well that's so So i feel like that was like my first impression walking up i remember i walked up and i'm fairly certain what i said to you was because katie walks up and it's cold out it was cold it was cold we met in february yeah uh and you're wearing this jacket this like pretty puffer (laughs) jacket i had gotten this like really puffy jacket at the thrift store because it was cold it was a cold winter it was cold winter it was so puffy and it was it was like body size like it covered part of your legs like it was a big jacket yeah (laughs) and i think i was like well that is a jacket or something like that (laughs) first thing he says to me and i'm like of course like freaking out like what do you wear on a date and like thinking like this jacket's obnoxious but it's really cold outside he walks up first thing he says to me like wow what a jacket and i was like immediately like oh my god i shouldn't have worn this jacket i made a mistake But in, like, in your head, you were trying to compliment my jacket. Right. I was trying to pick something specific that I was, like, really liked about her outfit. And, of course, I didn't see your outfit yet because she's wearing this giant jacket. Like, well, here's what we're going with. Giant jacket. So you walked up and you were like, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to compliment something about her outfit. Yes. And then the only thing you could see was, was wow, what a jacket. jacket. That I was like already self conscious about, and then she's more self conscious. And then I was like, "Should I?" Like it's wear... already going downhill. <laughs> Should wear this giant jacket because then I think like I saw that you were cute, and I was like, and then I got nervous probably, but you probably oh. couldn't tell because I was weighing over my head. She was coming in real hot. Yes, Katie came in with a confidence that is 
we I we still talk about it. We call it first date, Katie. Yeah, because she doesn't always come out. She doesn't <laughs> She's always. like a different version of me. <laughs> it's and like all, me we on... love all the versions of Katie. To be clear, every version from first date, Katie to pre coffee, Katie. Oh. We love them all. It's true love. <laughs> yeah. If you can love your person before they've had their coffee, then that's true love. <laughs> but, okay. So we, so we go in. Mm-hmm. And actually something that I don't think I've mentioned yet is I was doing Sober January. Um, starting off the year. I had just, like, I felt like I was just, like, ready to take a break from alcohol. I didn't know I was going to, like, continue being sober. But I could just, like, feel my body, like, not handling the alcohol well. Like, I was I would get super bad hangovers. I would get really anxious after drinking and I just could like literally like feel the toll that alcohol was taking on my body. And I was like, okay, I need to take a break at least a month. So so we walk into this bar and it's actually February 1st, but yes, it was not January, but I, we were talking about this the other day and I was like, Oh, sober January, which is now she's like, no, it's February. Yeah, I was like, this was like the day that I decided that I was going to continue being sober, kind of. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, January's over. I like this. I'll at least do it for February 1st on the date. You're like, I'm going to, and you you told me like, I'm going to keep it going. Yeah. So we like walk up and we were ordering drinks and. (laughs) I was like, what drink do you want? And you're like, oh, I'm doing sober January. And I went. That's awesome. Yeah, I was really nervous to tell you. Oh. Because I feel, I don't know, you never know how people are going to react. That's true. To, like, something like that. I don't know. So I was nervous to tell you, but you just, like, reacted so well to it. And um, I ordered this, like, CBD soda thing, which I guess is, like, supposed to make you calm. We were talking the whole day. We're like, do you feel calm now? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, And I thought it was really cool because Matt ordered the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I felt very supported in that moment. I don't know. It was just really nice. That was the goal. The goal was, I I wanted to, I mean, one, I I did think, and I do think it's still really cool and admirable, and it's very inspiring, and I wanted to signal that with actions. Yeah, I, it was just a really nice first impression, and I did order, I was like, I still want to order a fun drink, and you bought my drink, which is really nice, because it was like a $10 soda. (laughs) I did buy your $10 soda. But it was good. It was good. It was good. I don't know what it, it was like lemon, lime, I don't know, it was like kind of Spritey, but not... Me being unhinged, like, well, if I'm not drinking, I might as well order an expensive soda. <laughs> I don't know if that was my thought process, but I think about that. That was funny. I could have got, like, a Diet Coke. Um, no, you went with the right one. But anyways. So maybe, like, I was also exploiting you for the free. Uh, you know, I, I was used to it at that point. I was, it was worth it to but, meet you. But, yeah. Why don't we go into a segment called... Ooh. The unhinged things Katie said on this date. The unhinged <laughs> nature of first date Katie. I, how do I describe first date Katie? It was just, she. you had an aura of like, I am who I am. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Like it was very, you were just you. Oh, I literally did. Okay, so I have been going to therapy and like working on... You know, I had just, like, gotten out of a bad relationship, and I was, like, kind of working on, like, how do I, next time I'm in a relationship, like, how do I make sure not to make these mistakes again and find, like, a healthy relationship where I'm actually getting the things that I need? And something that my therapist and I talked about is she noticed that I have this tendency to, like, want to be chosen. Like, I tend to gravitate towards people that choose me like I like to be chosen and that happens in my relationships and my friendships it's just like something I've adopted 
and she was kind of like we were working through this idea of like I can be the chooser um and so like moving forward in relationships looking more at the person and thinking do I like them and not just do they like me because that's not reason enough to date somebody just because they like you like you it's good for you to like them also and this was i i do think we've talked a little bit about this in the past this is one of the reasons i think that we worked and 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 still do work is like by this point i had also fallen into the trap of oh my god i want everyone to like me mm-hmm. like i growing up i didn't think girls really liked me very much i felt like i was just kind of I didn't know what to say to them, and I, I and then I was like, oh my god, if someone finally does like me, this is amazing, you know. And I'd done that enough times to where I realized, oh, this is unsustainable, and sometimes mm-hmm. bad. And so I'd gotten to the same point as you through therapy and through just trial and error, of like, I'm gonna really make sure that I like the person before I decide to move forward. Yeah, and this is something we actually talked about on our date. Like, I don't know how Matt sat through this date, but I literally, word for word, was like, I've been working in therapy, learning how I get to be the chooser. Like, I'm choosing. So Mm -hmm. I'm going up to this guy, telling him, I'm choosing you. (laughs) You better be good enough for me to choose you. Pretty much. Like, I went in full force, like, I'm the chooser. You're not the chooser, I'm the chooser. And it was great, and it it was exactly what I wanted to hear. I was like, this is perfect. This is someone who has put in the work, who's actually serious, and who is in the right headspace to try this, like, to see if there's, as you know, something here. So that didn't scare you at all? like when No, it was that. refreshing. It didn't make you nervous? No, that didn't make me nervous. There was one thing you said that did make me nervous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going off on all these tangents, talking about myself, and somehow I slip it into the conversation that... Actually, I think I just want to be single for all of 2023. Yep. <laughs> I'm on a date. Katie, like, what are... <laughs> I I was pretty surprised when you said that, because I'm like, we're on a date right like, now. You don't say these things on a date. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I don't know how we bounced back from that in the conversation. I don't know how you bounced back from that. I think I kind of shook it off. I think it was like... I mean, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I think I improved it and was like, yes, and. Like, absolutely. Totally. That's Great the way to you. go with that. On another topic, what about music? Like, I think it was just like, I completely changed the subject. On another topic, what I, if we keep dating and you don't ever be single again? You don't again? ever be single again. <laughs> <laughs> On another topic, I'm going to ruin your plans for that. You don't know that yet. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I was, I literally, like, not like a New Year's resolution, but I think that one of the ways that I was kind of approaching dating was with no expectations, because I think I had kind of felt, like, I felt behind and I felt rushed, and when you're 26 and still, like, starting from the beginning, essentially, you start to feel behind. There's, like, your biological clock is ticking, it takes time to, like, form and find a person and build a relationship. And I was just, like, constantly feeling behind. And, like, I don't know if desperate's the word, but, like, I, I kind of had this, like, and I talked about this in therapy, too. I was like, I, I feel like I need to find somebody soon because I'm running out of time. So I had kind of looked at 2023 as, like, I'm giving myself, like, this year as, like, a grace year to, like, not rush myself. I'm going to be single 
for 2023 and like not put it on myself to like find somebody this year I can date in 2024 I'll be a year older it'll be fine I'll survive but like this is my year to work on me that makes a lot of sense so that was like what I was getting at when I said (laughs) (laughs) when you said I'm gonna be single for all of 2023 and then you immediately went oh no (laughs) I said that, so, like, those words came out of my mouth, and I, like, immediately regretted it. Because I was like, (laughs) what the fuck did you just say, Katie? Like, you were out of date. And at this point, we had been talking for, like, a while. An hour and a half. Like, at least an hour, and, like, I knew the date was going well. It was, like, midway through. She's like, oh, I'm gonna be single for all of 2023. I'm like, ooh, (laughs) okay, um, yeah. good. I don't know how you bounce back from that, because that is a tough pill to swallow on a first date. Who says that on the first date? No one I've ever met. Yeah, I said it, and I immediately regretted it, and I was like, but if, you know, if I find the right person, I it's okay. Like, I, I'm not gonna, like, not date them. And I think that's what made me keep going. I think when you said that, I was like, okay, so, you know, in my head, I'm going, all right, well, we're gonna just file that one away for future reference. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, because I think that could also have come across as, like, I'm not looking for anything serious. Yeah. I'm just, like, here messing around, which I didn't, which I've never been. Oh, didn't you cross as that? Uh, it more came as, it was like, hmm, okay, so maybe she's not in, like, the total right headspace that we're thinking, but we're gonna just keep talking. Yeah, because, like, the thing is, I've, I've always been looking for something serious. I don't think I could, like, would want to, like, be in a relationship just for the fun of it. Like, especially no. at this part of my life, I was, like, having enough fun being single that it, a boy just felt like... A burden. <laughs> they take up too much of my time. It's fair. We do. And then you have to deal with them. And, like, you, you have to... I, like, it's... Like, a lot of people will say that being single is, like, one of the most selfish things you can do. And I kind of get it now. Because mm. it was really nice. Like, I didn't have to... I didn't have to answer to anybody else. Not that I have to, like, answer to you. But it's, like, you want to take into consideration your partner's feelings with, like, your plans and what you do and, like be considerate but like I didn't truly didn't have to worry about anybody else I was just doing whatever I wanted and I loved it yeah it's very freeing being single and and just kind of like figuring yourself out like Mm -hmm. getting back in touch when I was you know over over the summer I got really into video games again and I got in touch with the part of myself that I had like let die because I didn't think people would like it Mm -hmm. but then getting back to that just by just by with being me and being okay with being with myself which, as an extrovert, was something I really wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. That's why I moved out on my own, too, is because I wanted to, like, get to the point where I didn't need to be around people to be yeah. happy and, to, like, to be fulfilled. That's so interesting. Like, I don't know. Hearing that, like, as an extrovert, that was something that you felt like you needed to be fulfilled is, like, constantly being around people. Oh, yeah. It, it was, I mean, it was one of those things where, like, I, friends I used to have with, you know, they'd, they'd, people were like, oh, you have something going on every single night. And it's, I did. It was, like, a concert, or it was going out with friends, or it was, like, going to, maybe it was even the gym. But whatever it was, there was something every night. Uh, because I couldn't be alone with my thoughts. Like, I could not accept the fact that I was doing nothing and someone else was doing something. Mm. And I felt very... Similar to you feeling behind, I felt like I, one of my greatest fears, and I've talked through this in therapy a few times, is like being left out of something. And I was so afraid of being left out that I would constantly have myself occupied. But through some some self-work, I was like, no, I want to be okay with me. I want to be okay with who I am uh, before 
I really try finding someone else to, to be with. Do you feel like you had found that? Like you were at that place yeah. when you met me? Yeah, I'd spent enough time with myself where I was like, okay. I think that prior to that, I don't know if I was really dating for quote, the right reasons. Mm. But once I had figured out, no, it's okay. You can spend time in your apartment alone and it's not sad or bad. It just is. And that's just what people do. Mm-hmm. And then once I came to that realization and was okay with it, I went, oh, okay, I'm good with me. Like, I'm, yeah. I like spending time with myself, which is something I didn't used to like. I feel like it's something that people don't know you can do. Like, mm-hmm. spending time with yourself is a thing you can do. Like, I feel like in the past I've thought, like, when I'm alone, I'm just alone. Mm-hmm. But, like, you truly can, like, get to know yourself. Like, doing activities you like, you learn about yourself. Well, it's a mindset thing, too. Like, it's... you can see yourself as alone, or you can see yourself as, as spending time with yourself. Like, I see myself as, like, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because I've never felt like that previously in my life. Like, I never thought that, like, I could be okay just, like, being alone, like, spending time with myself. Also, like, when I first started doing therapy, I had this whole thing where the therapist was like, so tell me about yourself. Like, who are you? Mm. And I didn't know. I was like, I don't know anything about myself. Like, I couldn't describe myself because I feel like I had spent my whole life creating this version of myself that was... I was basically just being a perfectionist and, like, creating a version of myself that other people wanted to see. And I had no idea who I was. And so part of this self-discovery journey I was on before I met you was, like, figuring out who I am. And it's wild. It's wild. You could go 26 years without really knowing who you are. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, I went, I went 10 ignoring a large chunk of my personality because I was so afraid people would think I was, like, nerdy or mm-hmm. weird. It's so sad. It is sad. Yeah, we gotta, it's, it's, then you look back at your childhood self, you're like, we should, we should be nicer to our childhood selves and the people we were. I know. Prior to I wish I was nicer to her. Yeah, me too. But I could be nice now. Yeah. And refine my childhood self. But anyways. Anyways, that was a (laughs) really lovely tangent. Wow. That's a good one, though. (laughs) Really getting into it. Really getting into it. Okay. You knew you were getting into this podcast. So that was, that was the mindset. Yeah, that was the mindset behind, I just want to be single for all of 2023. It was like, I didn't have any expectations for 2023. I wasn't going to get hard on myself if I didn't find anybody. And it's like, everybody is always saying, like, oh, you're going to find love when you're not looking for it. And you never... <laughs> I feel like I would hate those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, how do I not look for it? <laughs> right. How do I just, like... I'm like, maybe if I pretend that I'm not looking. But I just, like, stumble into a grocery store. Yeah, or like, something. like, if I just, I just, I'll just tell everyone that I'm not looking for love, and then secretly, I'm, like, kind of secretly looking Secretly kind it. of looking. And then, it really, they're, they're, they're right, and it makes me so angry. <laughs> it makes me so mad. They were kind of right. Because I was, like, finally at a point, uh, who was it? One of my friends was telling me once, they were, like, yeah, you, like, get to this place where you're just, like, really happy, and you, like, found yourself, and boys can sense it. And then they come in and they ruin everything. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you ruined everything, but some do. And no, it's true. And I hate it. I hate that it's true. That is unfortunate. Because I really wasn't looking for anything. But I just, Matt and I had just had such a good connection. I wasn't going to, like, let it die. I don't know a word I'm looking for. Mm, I wasn't going to just, like, yeah, not explore this. 
connection we have. To use the I feel like I'm on the bachelorette. I wasn't going to explore this connection. I I wasn't going to not explore this connection. Um... Yeah. It was quite the connection. It was like a, it was a three hour conversation. You was, talked most of the time. I did. You did. And I'm not a big talker. Like I just was so into myself that day. She was. I talked about my I talked about my TikTok that blew up. She did. I talked about my DIY projects that I was doing. I was taking dance classes. I was doing boxing. I just talked and talked and talked. And I yeah, like I talked about therapy. Something else that I said that was, like, I think a little unhinged was, like, this concept I had talked about in therapy of, um, and if you haven't read Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, it's really good, but there's this concept of fuck yes or no, and so, essentially, it's, you're with your partner, you're dating somebody, whatever the situation, like, how do you feel about them? Like, is it a fuck yes? If not, then it's a no. So it, it's kind of like, I feel like I've been in relationships where, like, maybe I think that I'm fuck yes about this person, but they're not fuck yes about me. And so it should have been a no. Mm. And I think, actually, I told Matt on this date that I had been on a date two days before. She did. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> What? I just remembered. So, like, I was like, okay, so I went on this date. I think I was talking about fucking. Oh my god, that's right. I was, <laughs> I was like, I went on this date two days ago, I and I didn't like him, but I don't know, like, how to let him down easy. I was like, what do I say to him? So she pulls her phone out, <laughs> and we're like drafting a text to this guy. We're like drafting the text to the last date I had been on. I'm Matt's like, probably like, and the date you go on tomorrow, you're gonna, gonna draft the text to, to me. me. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty much what I thought. I just had no boundaries. I was like, you nothing didn't. is off limits on this date. Were... I will use this man to draft a text <laughs> to a guy I went on a date with three days ago to end things. Yep, that was fun. Like I was, I enjoyed that one. I was not holding back. Mm-mm. And then I go on to tell him about. Fuck yes or no. Yep. So we- I was like, if you're not a fuck yes, you're going to be a no. <laughs> yeah. When the thing was, like, by that time, again, it just so happened that I was in a very similar mindset. Like, I also read that book by that point and was very much just, like, again, I wanted to like the person, not have them like me be the only thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd been in relationships where it was like, I was super in, they weren't. They were super in, I wasn't. And I was kind of like, you know what? This isn't going to work unless I'm 1,000, like, if I'm not fully, absolutely in, like, fuck yes, then it's not it. So when you're saying these things, like, yes, they're unhinged for a first date. (laughs) Don't say these things on a first date, generally speaking. You can. You can. If it's the right person. If, and if, yeah. I say say these things. Be yourself. I disagree with Matt. You should say all of these things on a first date. All of these things. But that was just it. It was like, because it was at the right time, and I happened to be in the same mindset, mm-hmm. the things that you thought were unhinged were actually refreshing. Mm. And it was very much like, okay, that's really, that's a really good viewpoint. And I admire the perspective and the thought and the self-work that's gone in. Mm-hmm. Like, everything you're talking about on this, this date of, you know, you did therapy and you have hobbies and you have interests and stuff. It's just like checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. It's just like everything that I looked for. Because prior to this date, I'd made a list of things that I wanted in a person. Because I'd gone to enough dates now where I was like, all right, I know what I don't want and I know what I do want. So I'm going to write it down 
So I have it in my brain. What were, like, some of the things on the list? It was, like, uh, athletic, uh, being, you know, kind, being compassionate. It was having your own friends, good family. Like, you just, I made a list of, of various yeah. qualities. And in, in my head, I'm just sitting there on the day. I'm just like, there's that one. There's that one. There's that one. There's that one. It was just, it was wild. Mm -hmm. What were some, okay, what were some of the things you didn't want? You oh, have, man. You don't have to say it. Uh, what didn't I want? Um, I mean, I, I didn't want someone who was just kind of fake. Yeah. I wanted genuine. I knew that. I wanted... Well, I didn't want someone who didn't have a handle on their mental health. Oh, that, that's a big one. That was a huge thing for me because I had dated someone who did... Two people who did not have a handle on their mental health. Mm -hmm. And it was hard. Because it's not your job yeah. to take care of your partner's mental health. Yeah. And Ever. it was no, it's never your job. You can support, but when you have to be the one hand, like helping because they're not helping themselves, that's a different story. And like you don't want to be someone's therapist. <sighs> yeah, and you don't want you know, you don't want to be responsible for them being in a bad place or something like that. Yeah. It's not so it was, I had this list, and then you, it was this list of things I did want, and just quite literally, I remember thinking in my brain, like, jaw on the floor, how is this real? How is she this good? <laughs> is this a simulation? <clears throat> Sometimes yes. we think we're in a simulation, and we <laughs> will talk to the hinge gods. We will. We like to, th we'll thank them. We'll like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We'll just be like, we'll just be like, this is too good to be true, right? And then we'll like look up to the hinge gods, and we'll just be like, Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for writing this script for us. We mm -hmm. think we're scripted. Pretty scripted. We think, our, we think that we're actually in a sitcom or something. Yeah. Because Some... sometimes we're funny. Sometimes Matt says the weirdest things, and I'm like, who is writing this script? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Like, one time we're... Like, he says the craziest things to our Trader Joe's cashier. <laughs> like... He, like he needed like new eggs because he like had grabbed a carton with one of the eggs was cracked and he's like yeah I'd be cracked too if I'd sit in a carton all day or something like that yeah and I was like who's writing this like what are you saying <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying these things just happen uh, but anyways yeah it's funny that you like mention your list too because one of the things I had kind of been trying to work on in therapy is like what is it that I'm looking for mm -hmm. and people when you're single people are constantly asking you this question. What are you looking for? What are you looking for in a person? Yeah. And I truly, like, didn't have an answer. Like, I hadn't sat down and, like, made a list because, well, I wasn't really that serious about finding somebody. But, like, my kind of go-to answer was, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I feel like I'll know when I found it. Which is, I guess, kind of like the fuck yes. Like, I'll know when it's a fuck yes. Right. Because if it's not, then it's no. Right, because you've done enough work to know, to trust yourself at that point. Mm -hmm. That was the key. And, yeah. And so, I, like, this whole day, I was like, wow. This is what a fuck yes feels like. Like, Aww. this is what I was looking for. And I, it was, like, a completely different experience than the last one. Like, I just, the conversation was flowing. I just, things kept coming up. Like, yeah, I did. didn't feel like I was, like, pulling out strings trying to keep the conversation going. I, my face didn't hurt. Which is crazy. Like, when I get overwhelmed, like, my face hurts. Mm. Like, if I go to, like, big social gatherings with people I don't know, like, I think it's because I, like, fake smile too much or something. And I use different muscles to smile when it's fake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, no, sometimes when I real smile, my face hurts too. Yeah. But, 
that was it. It was like, this is what it feels like. This is what I was looking for. Yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> how much, how fast it went. Okay, there's, this is something. Yeah, I think you even said, like, oh, I've never had a first date this good. Mm-hmm. Which I hadn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. And at one point, I, I think it was when I had pulled out my phone to, like, have you help me draft this text to this other guy. I was like, yeah, I'll probably just ghost him. Because <laughs> I, okay. That's right. I'm a bad person. That's a strong word. I, She's not a bad person. I don't, I don't think I've ever, like, broken up with someone. Like, I've never <laughs> ended, I've never, I've only, Jesus. I've. <laughs> so how do you end things, Katie? You just ghost them. You can, okay. <laughs> According to Nicole Byer, Nicole, if you're listening, I love you. Isn't a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why, Nicole, because you're just people. According to Nicole Byer, you can ghost up to the third date. Up if to? If you've been on three dates, you have to tell them. Okay. After the third date, you have to tell them. Okay. But I've never been on a third date. Wow. So I've only ghosted. Oh, my Lanta. It's lovely. <laughs> For you. Yeah. We, we've been working on my communication. It's gotten way better. It's gotten much better. <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, we've, we're drafting this text to this guy that I also, I never sent the text. No, she ghosted him. I ghosted him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Josh, if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> she's not, she's, she is not um, going to see you again. I, if you're still waiting for my text, it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You were lovely, but it wasn't, it wasn't a fuck yes for me. No. Anyways, oh man, I sound like an asshole. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, I'm telling Matt, like, oh, I'll probably just ghost him. Yep. And then that was another moment that I immediately regretted my words. Because I went, oh. And I said, but I, I'm not going to ghost you. <laughs> and I was like, I hope not. And then I think it was pretty immediately after that, Matt goes, do you want to go out again? <laughs> yep. Pretty much. And pulls out his... His phone to set up the second date. Yes, he did. Which then he was like, okay, when I was like, yeah, I'd love to go out again. Mm. Like, I, there was no question in my mind that there was going to be a second date. I, I, I don't know what I would have said. No one's ever asked me on a second date, like on the first date. I've never, really? I've never planned a second date I feel on like the first date. Like, that's such a thing. I guess if you would, like, really want to really see them again. Really want to see them again, yeah. But I think, because then I wouldn't know what to do. You can't go somebody in person. Then nope. you have to, like, tell them. Just say yes or no. No, I think this is what. I'm, this is past me. I think, like to think I'm better now, but I think like we're in this situation. I'm on the date. I'm not vibing. He's like, Hey, do you want to go out again? I say, yes. We set up the date. And then cancel. I think I'd have to cancel. You can't just, you can't I can't not, stand you can't somebody stand up. That's up. different. I would cancel, but I would definitely cancel. Yeah. It's like how I just, <laughs> I just quit my, ther- I was trying out a new therapist and he wasn't working oh, out and like we're at therapy and he's like, do you want to meet again next week? <laughs> And I'm like, yes, absolutely. I'd love to. And then You said absolutely I'd love to. No, I said oh, thank yes. God. <laughs> oh wow. Um and I could have just easily been like, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not vibing it. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just call it Call it good. Call it good. Um no. And so I said yes. <laughs> and then the next day I had Matt email him a rejection email because I couldn't <laughs> find it in my heart to do it. Perks of being a PR. Where am I going with this story? So, yeah, so, oh, so we're setting up our second date. And he's like, when are you free? And I go, I don't know, I'm very busy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going, 
Of course she's busy, because she has all these suitors. Oh, my line of all suitors. The line of men. And I'm, I was like, oh, of course. Obviously, you're busy. Like, who isn't busy? I'm busy. I'm just... I think I just, like, went off. Well, because I had, like, seen some TikTok, too. Because I was on, like, dating TikTok at the time. And so, like, girls would be like, okay, like, you have to... Like, guys really like it if you seem busy. Because then it's like, they have to, like, kind of try to chase you, I guess, kind of thing. Ew. I don't, I don't like know. the chase. I'll I tell you right now. Well, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I was already sold. I was so proud of myself. I was like, ooh, this is a great time to slip in that I'm busy. <laughs> and it did. wasn't even like, I'm going to make it seem like I'm busy. I'm just going to straight up say, I don't know, I'm very busy. <laughs> I was like, I think I nailed it. I'm and in my head, I'm like, she's thing. dating other people. Like, this is, all right, well, now i got to compete with all these jokers. And I really had no other dates set up. <laughs> so I'm like, but I was really busy. Like I had you were busy. at the time I was posting every single day on TikTok. Mm. I was like doing all these like DIY projects, which was kind of like my self discovery activity, I guess, in a way. Mm. Like I have, I go to boxing twice a week. I go to like two nights of dance every week. Like I have friends. Like I was very busy. You still are busy. I still am. Like busy. it hasn't. No, that hasn't changed. Is the thing. I still am busy, and now you're busy because. I sucked you into this yeah, life. She did. It's the best. It's a busy life. But yeah, so I go, I don't know, I'm very busy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm going out of town. I think I was leaving that weekend. You were. I was leaving that weekend. And I said, but how about how about next Wednesday? Yeah, I I said I'm free next Wednesday or the weekend. And I said Wednesday. After Wednesday. I said very quickly Wednesday. And I think in my head, I was like, that's weird that you'd rather meet on a Wednesday than, like, on a weekend. Mm. But then, like, later I thought about it, I was like, oh, it's because Wednesday was sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. So we waited, like, a whole week. A whole week. It was too long. It was the longest week of your life. It was the longest week of my life. We did text a lot after that, though. Mm-hmm. The texting... We had exchanged phone numbers. We did exchange phone numbers. Yeah. In the parking lot. Oh, yeah. I think, like, the one thing that, like sealed the deal on the fuck yes for me it was like we had already set up the date and then we're like oh i guess we should probably like go home probably like we've been talking for a while like we should call it and, it was like and, 10 30 or something state. something yeah, yeah we started like, at seven started at seven yeah. and like at the time i actually wasn't waking up at 6 a.m so i i could hang a little bit more than i can now nice. um but like the one thing that like sealed the deal on the date for me is like we go to the parking lot and we're like, oh, haha, we, like, parked in the same parking lot. And it was, like, kind of cute. And then we just, like, it was, like, the conversation kept going. Like, we were trying to leave, and the conversation, like, just kept going. Like, people in the Midwest. <laughs> but we're not in the Midwest. Do they do that? Apparently. They just keep talking? Oh, yeah, like, they never leave. That's my mom. Yep. She's from the Midwest, I think. I, it, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. <laughs> It's like we'd be trying to leave church, um, and we'd have to, like, be like, oh, she has to say bye to every single person before we leave. Every like, member of the congregation yeah, needs it would, a goodbye. It would be, like, 20 minutes to get out of there. We'd, and, like, me and my brother were like, we just want to go get breakfast. <laughs> and, like, mom's saying bye to, like, everybody. But anyways. You're so like, we, pancakes! <laughs> yeah, because we could, like, we were hungry. Yeah! Um... Even though there was, like, free food after church. I don't know. Church Anyways, good, probably. I digress. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. That's what you say. I digress. I digress. Moving on to the next topic. So we're, we were, like, in the parking lot, and we, like, bonded over... We had the same license plate frames, I think. Oh, God. 
Yeah. And, Cal Poly alumni. And, like, Matt's license plate has, like, the word fam. Like, his three <laughs> letters is, like, F-A-M. And I was like, that's your license plate? Like, fam? I was like, that's so cool. And we just, like, laughed about it. And it was just felt, like, very normal. It did feel normal. It's still funny. Yeah. And, of course, you have, like, a license plate with a similar thing of, like, fun or something. Yeah, I have, like, a personalized license plate, too. And so we were, like, bonding over our, like, car license plates. Car license plates. We were not car people at all. We were just in a parking lot at 10.30, just talking. It just felt normal. It did. It felt really good. What was the first thing you did after the date? Uh, I got in my car and I was driving away. And I think I was just, I was like, that was really good. I really want to see you again. And I just kept thinking that the whole way home. Aw. Yeah. That's so cute. That was really good. I'm really glad that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was just, like, super smiley. Mm -hmm. I immediately texted Lisa, and I was like, date went well, I'm coming home. And she was like, do I need to hide? (laughs) She thought I was coming over. She thought I was, like, bringing him home. And I was like, no, no, no. Not that type of date. date, Lisa. Not that type of date. Not type. Not yet. Not the type of me. But, so so that's kind of funny. But then I went home, and I, like, told her all about it. Oh, also, like, we just had all these random things in common. I totally forgot. Like, uh, we had COVID. We had the same strain of oh, COVID. Oh, that's right. We, we like, did. both had COVID in May of 2022. Got it from Coachella. Like, he got it from Coachella. I got it from my roommate, who probably also got it from Coachella. So mm-hmm. it was just, like, very cute. Like, I was telling my friends, I was like, I met this guy. He's amazing. We have all these things in common. We had the same strain of COVID. And they're like... Oh, okay. Great. He sounds like sounds like a winner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like listen, like we were at the same Panic at the Disco concert. Oh, forgot that one. Yeah. We both we both went to Cal Poly. Yep. Um, Different times. At different. Well, like we were there at the same time. He's a year older than me, so he was there a year offset from me. Yep. Disney program was different places but intersecting times like i did it from january to august in disneyland she did it from august to january in disney world mm-hmm. so it was just complete ships in the night passing there's a lot there was a, quite a few of those to where it was we just kind of would keep going like well that's interesting like on the date like huh okay yeah. weird how have we never met before how have we never met we've done really similar things and had some, this is interesting and like even like your seats at panic at the disco were pretty close to mine mm-hmm. we were upper deck Nearly. We've probably seen each other in yeah. real life, but every time I look at old photos of myself at Cal Poly or like, look around the back, I, I'm like zooming in on the back of and I'm like, I'm gonna find him in one of these photos. I've yet to find you. And we had the same minor. Oh, you had the same minor in school. Yeah. Integrated marketing communications. Yep. And we, but we never had classes together. We looked through our schedule. We, we checked through our schedule. <laughs> uh, that was later on, but there was a lot of these little things in common uh, to where it not only felt you just talking but it was like okay this is we, i want to see where this goes this is interesting yeah it was just something about it felt different mm-hmm. it did it was just very natural yeah <laughs> I, don't know natural. I, I don't know why i have it's an accent natural, natural. it was it was natural <laughs> it was the most natural thing Stop. <laughs> and, but compare it to like all of the other dates something just felt different mm-hmm. it felt really good and i was very excited uh, for date number two. Yeah. It was good. It was a good time. It was a good, it was a good date. It was a very good date. I had fun. It was a good soda. Thanks yeah, for I, the soda. Oh, you're welcome. I did it again. <laughs> I did it again, too. The really cute thing uh, is, is that, like, there's a sign above the door of that bar, and it says, we met at this bar. 
at Nighthawk. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, and I think we did we take a picture with it the second time we went? Yes, for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, because we went back we went on back. St. Patrick's Day, and we were like, this is where we met. We did meet at Nighthawk. Very cute. It was also like, just to set the scene, now that we've told the whole story, to mm. set the scene. Maybe mm. we'll p- cut this out, we'll put it at the beginning. Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But to, like, to set the scene, it's like, there's tables, but then there's like these booths that are like round, like it's like a half circle booth. Mm-hmm. Which I think was perfect for a first date because it's like it wasn't the awkward like we're sitting in chairs facing each other, but then also wasn't the awkward like we're sitting right next to each other and it's awkward. It was like we were kind of facing each other. We were also like in the same chair. It was just very ideal. The funny thing is that's exactly how we sit now. Oh. Like when we're having dinner, we're never we don't really face each other. We sit kind of perpendicular. Yeah, like I sit on the end and you sit on the side of the table because it's like it feels like you're closer. Mm-hmm. But it's also like almost more engaging yeah, like to that face way. each other. Yeah. Well, I think that's episode two. That's our first date. That's the the story of how we met, hit it off. We can talk about more days in the future. Yeah, we've got all sorts of stuff coming up too, and not just stories about us going on dates. No, no. Um, we've got a lot in store for you that we're really excited to talk about. But I personally just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. Yes, thank you. You know, we wouldn't have this. Without you, our loyal listeners. Yeah, it's just really cool. I think it's kind of like a way for us, even if it's just like our family and friends listening to it, like they can keep up with our lives. Yeah. Because I kind of struggle with texting people back and updating people on my life. So now you can send kind of a little inside scoop into our lives. And like if you're finding us for the first time on the podcast... Nice to meet you. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you. And I don't know. I'm just excited about it. I'm very excited too. All right. Well, I think we've rambled long enough. I agree. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Baby Adults. And we hope you have a great day. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.